Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Uh, not sure on the show number this week, but I'll know it next week, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the show number right after the one you just listened to and right before the one you haven't heard yet. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, it is what it is, right? <laughs> so uh, Keith isn't here again this week. He's not able to make it. So uh, Keith, what happened to Keith was that um, he was in the chef's office and he was cutting his fingernails and the food, his fingernails got into the food and he got in trouble. And, and so he's a little mad. So we, we gave him the day off. It's kind of gross, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess at least it wasn't his toenails. Oh, maybe, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> um, so one of the things I, I wanted to, uh, to talk about this week was um, Instagram and, and Twitter are such a big part of, of people lot people's lives and you know people believe everything they see or hear when it comes to social media but uh one of the things that you can believe when you see it is um the instagrammable pictures that you see when it comes to snacks in disney world and i know that um i think last week we had seen one where it's like the fudge brownie ice cream sandwich or something like that or do you remember that one was that is that the one on main street yes yeah yeah i wish i could remember where yeah i don't remember what that was but like sometimes like you see these things and you know it just when you hear about it like you said oh it sounds good but sometimes when you see the picture it's just like yeah you know what that looks like way too much going on there i think i'm just gonna skip that yeah, I, I can see that. Like some of the um, the Arendelle stuff that they just recently come out. Oh right, yes. I mean, some of that stuff, just the different flavors, and um, uh, there was one that was just recently. I can't remember what it was. It might be something in with food and wine, but it was just it had so many different things thrown into it, and I'm like, it's probably good or else they wouldn't be selling it but it just right. to me sounds like there's just way too much in it and yeah it's one of those things where when you get it in your head it's just kind of like, yeah it's not going to be good i don't care you know if it's the best thing i've ever put in my mouth i've already you know made up my mind it's not going to be good so right now did you see i don't know if it's still available i know it was available for a while the hey hey cones 
that were <laughs> yes i actually really liked how it looked it was the um i guess it was the dole whip on the bottom and then it was the uh it was like an uh, like a pinkish purplish color and then it had these uh, like chocolate eyes and then it had like this gummy on the top this so made it look like hey hey i thought it was really neat and interesting it might have been something that i might have tried i would try if it was if i was over there but uh it was pretty neat it's interesting to see you know them put stuff together like that and then it's interesting to see these people trying to take pictures of it and it's florida and soft serve ice cream doesn't hold up too well so right. it never really comes across um the same way with when they did the, the stitch cone mm-hmm. and yeah. uh what was the, there was one i think this was actually in the magic kingdom it was a different type of dough whip or something i can't remember but yeah you just end up with this blob that they're taking pictures of and i'm like that really doesn't do much for me you could have just put the description and it would have been better than you know posting a picture behind it right exactly uh, one of my favorite ones that I did see, and I've never seen it in person, was the Lotus Blossom Chinese Cotton Candy. And I saw videos of them doing it. You know, that, I don't know if you ever saw that one, but it had all the different colors and made yeah. it look like a flower. I thought that was really impressive. There is some other videos I've seen where they will make different designs and shapes and stuff. Oh, really? It's mind-blowing to see what these guys are doing with cotton candy. And then you think about how much cotton candy is actually in that thing. Right, yeah. And I can't I can't imagine someone obviously you're not eating it all at once or else you know you're you're puking your guts out, but yeah. That's a lot of cotton candy that you either have to carry around or try and eat or share or whatever, but they're definitely cool looking at it, but I, I just I don't know, I, I couldn't see myself trying to eat that much cotton candy. No. I mean I like it from time to time to try it and just have a little bit, especially if my kids have it. If it's there, I'll eat it, but if I, it's not something I would ever walk over and get. And then all the sticky hands you're going to oh, have. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's cool to look at, but I don't know if I'd ever get one. No, because like I am... I, I, if you've you've ever eaten with me, it's especially like when it comes down to wings, I'll eat it with just two fingers. I hate having my fingers dirty, sticky, or anything like that. So my kids, you know, you know, you have kids, they're eating cotton candy, it's all over their hands, and they're licking their whole hand. It's like, oh my god, that's disgusting. You know, just, yeah, just two fingers. I was gonna say that's the same with my kids are with the um, the candy apples, right? We they want to keep them on the stick which obviously we get the like the smaller ones that don't have all the you know mickey ears and everything on it so it's just just the apple itself but yeah i mean they end up with it you know all over their face and their hands and it's, it's just yeah it's it's a nightmare trying to get them to eat something like that and and my wife will tell you i'm one of those where like if i'm eating a burger i, I don't i just want to eat a burger i don't want when I bite into it, I don't want stuff coming out and all over my hands. Right, I'm the same way. Yeah, it. it I don't. It, it's weird things like that. It just drives me nuts. But yeah, I. I don't want all that extra, you know, schmutz and stuff. I just no, uh, no. Just give me a burger and, and I'll be good. I don't need all of the extra stuff with it. Yeah, and I have a hard time if you ever get a burger and you ever go somewhere and they like they, they wrap it, and I have a hard time eating it in that wrap. Like I, usually, like a wax, the wax paper. Yeah. Um, and they give it to you. So you're supposed to eat it in the wax. I can't do it. I just can't. I have a hard time. 
it, it's I will I can start with it in in that paper and I'll take a couple bites and then about the time I get to where I have to start trying to fold the paper back I just I'm like nah I'm just gonna right. open it up yeah. I, it's, I'm not gonna fight this thing no but um <clears throat> you know it's just funny just think about it like because you always see you spend time on Twitter and Instagram you see so many uh, people posting these pictures and you're like some of them are just so amazing and. Uh, especially like with the, the things that they designs that they do with the apples. There's so many things out there. You know, there's yeah. like an Olaf one and uh, Mickey one, and there's just too much sugar on those things. But they're amazing to look at. I tell you, the one thing to, that always gets me, and I'm not a I'll eat popcorn, but I'm not a huge popcorn fan. But some of the pictures they have of like these popcorn buckets. Yes. Uh -huh. I, I, I don't know what it is, but just seeing it, I'm like, God, that looks really good. And I don't like popcorn. Why does that look so good to me? So, and it's not, I don't want to collect the bucket because I care less about the bucket. Well, some of the buckets are cool. But, yeah, some of them are. But just this, seeing the popcorn, I'm like, man, that looks, that looks good. And then you get there and half the time it's like stale because it's been in the thing forever right, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, it, popcorn is the big thing that, that I've seen that, you know, it seems to photograph really well. A lot of, even a lot of the stuff at Food and Wine, it, it looks good, but it, and, and granted, yes, it's because they're trying to, you know, get you through the line and everything and it's not well put together, or whatever. It doesn't really look as good or, you know, as it sounds to me. No, I know. A lot of times it doesn't. All right. So, um, why don't we take a little break here and let's throw it over to Steve for the news. Steve, go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. The big news of the week is a Disney Skyliner malfunction which left guests stranded on the Epcot line for up to three hours. Disney said it's investigating what caused the shutdown, and for now, the Skyliner is closed. The problem started a little bit after 8 p.m. on October 5th, stranding people up in the air in some cases 60 feet. Only one gondola with six people was evacuated by the Reedy Creek Fire Department. One of the people in the gondola requested medical assistance and was taken to the hospital. They were later released. No further information was available. We know that two more people were taken to the hospital that night, but we do not know if it was related to that malfunction. The incident sparked renewed debate among Disney fans as to the safety concerns and whether such a mode of transportation is something that should exist at Disney World. Disney has been mum as the investigation continues. The current gelato cart at the Italy Pavilion in Epcot will soon be replaced by a gelato kiosk. The new location will be operated by the Pantina Restaurant Group, which operates Tutto Italia and the Via Napoli Restaurant e Pizzeria in the, Ita in the Italy Pavilion. The kiosk will offer 12 different varieties of gelato and sorbet, including some gluten-free and plant-based flavors. No date has been announced on the change. And how else is one to celebrate the 30th anniversary of The Little Mermaid? than having a special dinner at the Coral Reef restaurant in Epcot? The limited time menu will include things like the Dinglehopper Shrimp Cocktail, King Triton's Key Lime Tart, and Chef Louis' Lobster Seafood Boil. Now, we know Sebastian was a crab, but serving lobster seems a bit, um, uh, well, you know. At least it appears flounder is safe. In addition to the dinner, you'll also be able to take home a commemorative menu while supplies last. This limited time menu will be available starting October 19th. The new Enchanted Rose 
Lounge at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort at Disney World is open, and it lives up to its name. It is enchanting. The enlarged and newly reimagined area replaces Misner's Lounge, which was one of my favorite places to go to, stop for a drink, a little bite to eat. When Disney announced that it would replace Misner's with a Beauty and the Beast, well, excuse me, a Bell and the Beast themed lounge, I was a bit concerned that it would uh, feel a bit out of place, especially since this is an adult venue. Misner's felt like an old-style jazz club, tucked as it was behind the bandstand, but it had very limited number of seats. The new lounge is much larger, and I'm happy to say the Beauty and the Beast shout-outs are very subtle. The French provincial colors evoke the live-action movie, and its central chandelier is a shout-out to Belle's ball gown. The limited menu available from 5 to 10 p.m., and the drinks are great. But remember, this is located in a deluxe resort, and it comes with deluxe prices. Finally, once again, I want to leave everyone with some sounds of the Disney World Halloween season. The Cadaver Dance. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. We are back from break. I want to thank Steve for the news this week. Steve, thank you once again for bringing us some delicious news, I guess. <laughs> um, so this week, we're just going to do a little mishmash of this and that and his and hers and whatever happens. Um... One of the things that um, we don't really ever talk about, with, but uh, I guess this past week, some there's some sources saying that the uh, the NBA experience at Disney Springs has been very lackluster. Uh, according to um, a report, there's Disney cast, cast members now being allowed in for free because nobody is going there. Uh, not surprised at all because, honestly, I don't know of anybody who's ever gone, but it's just like the least interesting thing that I would ever even bother to go and, and see this place. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people, and granted it's at Springs, so it's going to kind of open it up to some of the locals and stuff, but I don't know how many people go on vacation and want to go play basketball. And I'm just kind of thinking back at like, you know, when you stay in Fort Wilderness or some of the other resorts, they've got basketball courts and how often do you see them used? Right. And so why is someone going to go pay extra money to go in this place and, you know, shoot basketball or uh, whatever else, run, do some of the drills and stuff that you do, you know, the pros do or whatever. It just, uh, to me, it seems like someone either grossly missed the mark on this whole thing or just did not do their homework when they thought this would be a good idea to bring it in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess because the I guess maybe they were the only ones that were willing to pay money or, or a good chunk of money to uh, offset the cost of Disney building a new building. 
So um, maybe that's the reason why they went with it. But I think it more had to do with uh, ESPN's rights and ABC's rights to have NBA games. I think that's more so of, of what it worked. It was, you know, one hand helping out the other hand. Uh, but it's just I people I know that just have no interest in going. It's it's I think it's just a smaller market of people who would be interested. You know, you know, eight to thirteen year old boys and maybe girls who would want to do it as opposed to doing football. Football probably would have been the best choice. Uh, basketball, baseball, probably the second best choice, and then hockey uh, probably. You know, it all depends, but uh, I think you know you throw all your eggs in one basket, focusing on the NBA. It's just, it's just not enough interest for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, you would think that this building could have been used for something, you know, a lot better. You know, revamp the whole Disney Quest idea or or whatever. Uh, It just to me, it seems like that they're going to be right back to. The planning phase fairly quickly with this one. Uh, I don't even know if you know cutting ticket prices would would bring enough people in to justify you know keeping the building open. So right, you know, it's, you know especially if, if they're giving away free access for for cast members, they're obviously. I don't know if they're just trying to drive drive up the numbers of the people who walk through the door, uh, or what that whole thing is is doing. Um, Maybe word of mouth, you know, if the cast members use it, they're going, you know, talk it up or, or, or something like that. But it just seems like this one never really got off the ground and, and they just don't know what to do with it. Right. And the other thing would be, um, you know, maybe they're going to, maybe the best thing would be to give annual pass holders, no matter what category they are. I think, I don't know if there's like eight or 12 experiences or something like that. Maybe you, with an annual pass, you get access to half of those experiences. You know, you could pick and choose between the six if you want to buy. The other ones, you pay another additional $19.99 or whatever it is. Maybe that's where they need to go next to try to get some desk, uh, uh, guests in there. Yeah, but I don't know. It's coming from someone who's never been on the inside. I don't know if it's something where it's set up to keep you from, you know, if they're, if they're sectioned off, if you say, I'm only going to do two events or whatever if you have to go do them and come back to the desk or if there's some way they can differentiate between someone who's used up their two events and haven't you know hasn't paid for an additional one or whatever right um, I mean that would be an interesting approach to it or, or thought about it uh, I, I just I don't know I'm in a loss for this one I, when, when they first announced what it was I I didn't see it being a uh, a huge success or a huge hit. I knew it wasn't something that would appeal to me, so um, I don't know. I'm going to kind of wait and see what they do to either one draw in, you know, change something up to to draw in some more people, you know, lower ticket prices or, or whatever they need right. to do, or, or just change the whole thing altogether. Yeah. Uh- Another thing we uh, we can talk about it was there is a survey in the last few weeks that have gone out for uh, tickets for Disney, and um, <clears throat> there was and, and one of them was uh, I think there were three or four options. And option one was that um, would you be interested in a including park hopping for free if you purchase four days or more? 
Um, the other option was that um, would you be interested in purchasing a ticket of four days or more if you got an additional two days free? And the other option was would you be interested in a park ticket if you got it discounted if you can get in after 12 o'clock? And of course that option has now uh, been happening until like December 10th or something like that or around there mm -hmm. but um, it's interesting to see that that survey uh, at four days so twice on that you're seeing that they want to give you additional benefits after four days so maybe after four days you have the option of adding two free days or getting park hopper so if four days is that magical number does that mean that the average guest is only doing three days in the park that's interesting to think about yeah that, that is interesting you would <laughs> You would think with four parks that, that, I mean, you would think they would logistically be trying to do maybe a park a day and three parks you're having to basically sacrifice not going to one of the parks. And I guess with a three day, if you do a park hopper, you can, you know, make that happen. But, um, but yeah, it is interesting. And the thing that gets me is a lot of these are, uh, benefits or options that they used to offer and have you know gone the way of the dinosaur and right. now they're they're starting to bring them back so either someone's realizing we need to do something to offset the expense of the tickets that we keep increasing or uh, I, I don't I don't know um, I, I think a lot of it does do it has to obviously come back to you know, people aren't coming in through the gates as much as they were, so we've got to come up with some other ideas to you know try and get them in. Yeah, I mean, you think about it; they're doing Disney's doing so many, uh, adding so many attractions that aren't opening or not opening for several years. You wonder if people are just waiting for that to happen, or maybe it is they are hitting that that tipping point of it's getting too expensive. And then, as far as like Galaxy Edge goes. You know, maybe a lot of people just decided to wait until that second attraction is open, and they just didn't want to go there to ride that one attraction when they knew. Then they know, come December, the other one's going to open. So, it's hard to, uh, you know, it's hard to um, figure out what their their idea, their motives are for certain things. Yeah, but I mean, even in California with Galaxy's Edge, you know, it had the huge rush the first day. And everybody's expecting, oh, well, you know, it's going to keep building, going to keep building, and it never actually happened. So I don't know, something's going on somewhere where there's a disconnect, and uh, you know, people aren't as interested as everybody was thinking they're going to be. Maybe it is they're waiting for that, you know, second attraction to open up, and they can actually see, you know, the park or the the land in its entirety. But you know, it just doesn't seem to be hitting one whatever it was they were banking on it to to bring in I mean, I could tell you that a lot of travel agencies their numbers are down this past year so I mean that's you gotta wonder is it is it the price that's finally catching up because I, I mean we've noticed with, with Sharon and I we've noticed that people have deducted you know where people used to go a week it went from a week down to seven days, you know, to six days to five days. And now you're in like the four or five day territory of, of people staying in Disney World. So it's got to be a price thing. I know for, for me personally, price is a huge thing. Um, you know, I had mentioned this to you that being the, the 
Disney visa holder, I had gotten an offer for uh, Riviera, where it was just opening up. They were often card card holders, 40% off the room. So I was like, you know, maybe this is a way, you know, I could take my family down for maybe a long weekend and we can stay at a resort we normally wouldn't stay at. Well, even with 40% off, a studio was still $500 a night. Gosh, that's crazy. So, I mean, now granted, my wife is a teacher and the only time that fit into the window you had to order was right around Christmas time. Right. So yes, they're going to be inflated somewhat there, but still, I mean, 40% off and the room is still $500 a night. That's insane. So, yeah. you know, a quick three day trip that I was thinking about quickly turned into $4,000 and, uh, sorry, that's not happening. Yeah. No way. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, but yes, they're definitely, I think they're seeing that, a certain uh, a certain I guess you'll say a certain group is not showing up in the parks as much as they used to and I think they're trying to find ways to entice them to come back right could be uh, the next thing is a, is a rumor that I don't know if you've heard about it is the I, I guess you know the 25th anniversary of, of Walt Disney World they decorated Cinderella's castle as a cake <laughs> now the rumor going around right now is that they're going to paint it rose gold. Uh, I don't believe that that's going to happen. I that's just my thoughts. You never know. Would it offend me? No, it's not the. I mean, it's only going to be there for a year. Uh, I really wish I would have gotten to be able to see the cake. The, the castle is a cake. A lot of people said it was terrible to see that. I probably would have loved it. I would have enjoyed seeing it like that because, uh, you know, something different is not going to be there forever. Yeah, I think it would have been cool to see. I don't know how it have felt if that had been my first trip there. And, you know, you walk up expecting to see the castle and you get this, you know, Pepto-Bismol pink monstrosity thing. Um but you know just to say yeah i did see it and it was it was cool for what it was as far as the castle i don't think it's going to be painted rose gold um maybe if they they do some type of like accents kind of like uh, they did uh, sleeping beauty castle for the 50th you know where they added i think it was like silver and diamonds and some of the uh, trim and stuff like that i think it would be more along those lines but who knows? I mean, it's it wouldn't surprise me if the whole castle was in rose gold or whatever the popular thing is at that point in time. If they paint it all purple and you've got another purple wall for selfies, I mean, who, who knows what they're going to come right. up with. Um, I think we're a little too far out right now to be trying to speculate. I mean, it's always fun to do that, but, you know, it, it's going to, you know popularity and fashions and stuff are going to change multiple times between now and then so I, I I don't know if we really would be able to nail anything down now and it still be correct in a couple of years so yeah I mean you just don't know it, it's it is uh, I'm gonna be I'll be okay with it if it if it happens at least I think I will be until I see it but uh, it's fine um, the next rumor over at uh, the Magic Kingdom is Tomorrowland and the spot for Stitch's Great Escape 
There's a rumor that a Wreck-It Ralph attraction might be coming there, but it's going to be uh, virtual reality based, uh, using VR, some sort of VR gear. Don't know much more beyond that, but that's a rumor. I hope that's not true because um, I don't like VR. It gets me very sick. So <laughs> let's do something else. That that whole area there just poses a huge question because you can't really change the design, the, the footprint or anything. It's kind of, you know, quote unquote landlocked in there. So their hands are tied on what they can do. I, as, as cool as it would be to see something Wreck-It Ralph based, it would fit even worse in that area than what Monsters does. Right. So, you know, if you want to bring something Wreck-It Ralph, go put it in studios or something and, and find something else for, for that area. So, yes, it needs something needs to be done so it can be used year-round and not just, you know, seasonally. But I don't think Wreck-It Ralph is the answer. I don't think so either. I, uh, I think it was good. Um, I, I, I think they missed an opportunity to do something different with that. Like, they could have done something with... Um, Tomorrowland Speedway. I think that would yeah. have been their best opportunity for something Wreck-It Ralph. Um, and they missed that. So I I don't think anything better than I think anything else like that is just, uh, just isn't going to work because it could have been a sugar rush race and there's so much they could have done. They could have added VR to that as well and it probably would have been an awesome attraction but just for having something inside like that, nah. No thanks. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Um put it somewhere else do something more more creative with that area yeah it's just it's got no I, it just doesn't interest me you know just bring uh, alien encounters back make everybody happy yeah uh, there's another rumor going around that um, primeval primeval world at animal kingdom is on the chopping block but in actuality all of dino land is on the chopping block and they might uh swap that whole area out for something else possibly possibly indiana jones related or something else um related to the egyptian timeline maybe is is things that i have heard i mean i can see them i think primeval world is on its last leg because it's been down for how long now they're doing some type of fix to something or another I don't know as much as I would like to see an Indiana Jones themed. Yes, it kind of fits in Animal Kingdom, but again, it kind of doesn't. Right. So. But you're talking about. Uh, you're thinking of Disney of yesteryear. You're not thinking true. of Disney of 2019. And, and a lot of that might be based too on when and if we get the fifth Indiana Jones movie that's right. supposedly in the works and what it actually does. So I, I don't know. I mean, I rode the Indy coaster over in Disneyland Paris, which was kind of cool. I would like to be able to get to experience the ride out in Disneyland, which I'm assuming if they did a Indiana Jones, that would basically be copied and brought over. Right. It would be, it would be interesting to see what they did with the rest of that, that area and I'm wondering if, if they did, I guess you would just stop at Nemo and have to turn around to go back because you wouldn't be able to walk through there at all if you were you know, trying to exit that side of the park, would you? 
Um, I guess if they may, maybe they'll keep the, that area around the boneyard available where you can walk right past the boneyard so you could do it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it'd be interesting. Um, it, it, that seems to be a rumor that keeps circulating and coming up every so often. And I, I don't, I, like I said, I'm not sure. I, I think a lot of it is based on the movie if it's going to be worth for them to do that overhaul or not. Right. All right, that's all I got for the uh, rumors this week. I know you're ending. I've got to pull up the... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to end it right here, folks. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you later. <laughs> that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk. Instagram and Twitter is Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave a message for us on the Tiki Hotline, which is 1256 for my Tiki, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream MouseWorldVacations.com, MousePros.com. And you can find Keith at um, I Am a Loser Baby. So why don't you thrill me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Matt Goes Dopey, and his name is MHolly579. We say a special thanks to Steve for the news this week. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for your Disney news. Alan. It's all yours, buddy. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. You did it. Yay. It's like riding a bike. Yes, if you know how to ride a bike. Except you don't have to worry about if the seat's on or off. That's true. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.